shut up and dance. Hey, this is Connected Dot Radio Show, coming to you from the other side, Uh, the other side of the ocean. That's it. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. This is the other side of reality here. And this is going to take you into the new reality. It's like Radio Free America, BBS Radio. Uh, this is Connected Dots Radio Show. This is your host, Tom Edison. And all I have to say is things are moving quickly. The, uh, before you know it, this year will be over, but many things are going to happen this year. Things are happening already. There's some people you need to look up and find out what they are doing. Yeah. Uh, namely, somebody named uh, Jose. Yeah, that's his last name. His first name is David, and he has a lengthy video out there on Rumble TV, David Jose. And it's talking about the good things that are going to be happening. You know, corrupt government, uh, they've been caught with their pants down, and the legalities of the U.S. Constitution are going to uh, be thrown in their face. All representatives on the state and federal level will have to account for how they have misused their authority to create all kinds of fake legalities that aren't really legal, and they have used these fake legalities to cheat us out of our money and uh, impose fines and punishments upon decent people all around the country. And... These things are going to be brought to trial. So that's good news. It's starting off slowly, but check it out for yourself. Somebody named David Jose has got a two-hour video on Rumble TV. You know, you don't even have to listen to the whole two hours, but you'll get the gist of it by uh, just looking at some of it, and you'll understand what's going on. And, of course, meanwhile, there's the, uh, the good parts of the U.S. military that's working with the good ETs, the Galactic Confederation of Star Nations from all across the galaxy and even other parts of the universe. They're all here waiting to make this uh, ascension of planet Earth a reality. The decision has been made already. It is going to happen. There is no if, answer, but it's just a matter of the time. What time? It's kind of like a Bible prophecy when Jesus said, no one knows but 
God himself as to the time of the things I'm talking about. And this is pretty much how it's playing out now. We don't know the exact time, but it's estimated now the early half of 2025 is going to happen. The ascension, the event, the quantum recrystallization of all matter on planet Earth. We're moving up into a higher vibration. And right now, as individuals, the important things for us to do is to raise our vibration by our actions and exercises. Practice your breathing, but most of all, practice your kindness. Be loving to your fellow human beings. Projecting love will get love. You know? And thinking good thoughts bring you up your vibration and those around you. You know, we have to negate the hate and anger and leave it behind because that keeps us in a lower vibration. And when the event happens, if you're stuck in a lower vibration, you're not gonna you're not coming along with the rest of us. Uh, I don't know where you'll end up, but you're not gonna end up in the new earth which is a faster vibrating realm where everything will work out. There will be no evil creatures there. There will, everyone will be getting along. There will be uh, plenty for everybody. It's like heaven on earth. And it's going to happen shortly right after the event. And the event is going to be a magical moment, something to look forward to, but get ready for it. You know, you're responsible for your own vibration. You're responsible for your own projections. And love is the highest vibration. Love your neighbor. And uh, even love the people that are NLG. But uh, don't get caught in these uh, negative vibrations of hate, anger, jealousy, and... uh, Revenge and all those bad things. And talking about a quantum recrystallization, uh, let me move right over to there's this uh, TV show out now. I just recently started watching it. Um, yeah, it's on regular TV. It's called Storyline TV, and they have this show with Captain Kirk. Yeah, we all know who Captain Kirk is, William Shatner. He's the host, and the show is called Weird or What? And they talk about unexplained things, and I was watching it this afternoon. And uh, they brought up about uh, teleportation. Now, um, full disclosure has been promised to us by... Uh, the benevolent, friendly uh, uh, ETs after the event. We're going to get full disclosure on everything. But now they're doing like a slow uh, disclosure on the TV, which shows like this, weird or what. And they and um, did a little talk about teleportation. They talked about this guy, Andrew, Chicago, you might have heard of him before. You can look him up on the uh, Google his name. 
Andrew Basiago, B-A-S-I-A-G-O. And uh, so on the show, we're with what? Uh, William Shatner, Captain Kirk, uh, is uh, talking about uh, uh, narrating it. And uh, it went into the fact that uh, Andrew Basiago, his father worked on the secret teleportation um, project from 1972 that uh, one of the ter- terminal points was in a little town called Woodridge, New Jersey, about 10 miles west of Manhattan. And uh, he's saying that when something like, I don't know, he's a child, two years old or something like that, his father takes him into the building. And they turn on the machine, and it looks like uh, a waterfall of energy at the end of this chamber, kind of like uh, what you, if you ever watched uh, Stargate SG-1, what the, it looks like a, a water screen or something like that. So he says they walked through, and they ended up from New Jersey, 10 miles west of Manhattan, they ended up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Now, what's interesting about that is, I've heard this uh, story before about the first uh, time the U.S. government had uh, had a human walk through a teleportation uh, machine, and the uh, the other term at this point was uh, Southern California on a military base. So, when they're telling the story to you now, trying to like get you. Uh, introduce you to some of the things that we're going to find out full disclosure about. Can you imagine that teleportation's been around since 1972, proven to the work? Uh, they seemingly picked up, uh, put out an imaginary city, kind of like to throw you off a little, like, uh, and they used Santa Fe, New Mexico. Or if you, if you look up the real story, uh, the, the two location points were Southern California and uh, North New Jersey. So uh, then they go on to ask some people about it, and they got these guys talking about, well, yeah, teleportation exists for quantum particles. You know, we don't know about the humans. You know, and they're, so they're they just give you a little hint that it could be possible, but those of us that are knowledgeable, we know it's possible. And, uh, that, you know, this scientist guy, and all he knows is, you know, about teleportation of, like, uh, small molecules, quantum particles, and uh, over short distances. And then I just uh, stopped to look on the Internet, what they had on teleportation. And they got all these things mostly regarding uh, these recent scientific experiments by just moving small particles from point A to point B, uh, teleporting them. And they're completely ignoring uh, the fact that humans have been able to be teleported by uh, the human race since uh, 1972. So that's the kind of uh, disclosure we're getting uh, a real slow disclosure uh, on uh, regular media. But uh, it was 
lot of other interesting things. They, they, um, you know, one story, then another story, then another story. Weird or what? Check it out. And uh, check out this guy, Andrew Pichaco, in relation to Project Pegasus. And uh, he, this uh, Andrew, he's trying to, you know, he's not a three-year-old kid anymore. He's trying to uh, get the government to release uh, the truth about this, of course. We know they're not going to do that. But that's why we want the event to happen soon, because uh, the good aliens are going to give us the full disclosure when they finally land and meet us face-to-face. They will give us full disclosure of all that's been kept from us, and believe me, it's plenty. Uh, looking back, there's uh, some other people you might want to look up in relation to uh, government people being prosecuted for making up uh, fake laws to extract money from people. Somebody named John Locke, uh, a lawyer, attorney named uh, Sean McMillan. Hey, look it up. Uh, Google it, as they say. And uh, have you gotten your Elodio deed yet for your property? I hear you only can get it in Texas, though, but uh, another person to look up that has a lot of knowledge about this, somebody called David Strait. He gives his lectures, too. Uh, I believe he has one coming up in the beginning of February, uh, somewhere out. Oklahoma or something, and we're talking about events. Of course, there's the uh, the Cobra event happening in Phoenix on February 3rd and 4th. Find out about it. Go to the portal, 2012portal.blogspot.com. Uh, and another person, uh, he might get a lot of important information that if you want to be educated to what's going on behind the scenes, what's going to be going on. Uh, retired Judge Dale, Google that, and you'll find out a lot of interesting information. Hey, uh, what can I say that except I've said it already? Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, anyhow, uh, I just uh, was, uh, what else they were talking about? He came out uh, in this uh, weird what? They were talking about uh, uh, dimensions, you know? And they bring up again the, uh, the 11 scientists claim there were 11 dimensions, you know? Of course, those of us that have the real knowledge know there's more than 11 dimensions. But if we uh, take into consideration, connect the dots here, and if you're aware about the thing called the Phantom Matrix, set up by uh, some of the rebels who we built uh, against the real God and broke their connection and decided they were going to go out and play God themselves, and their phantom matrix uh, that uh, is kind of a, a copy of, of the reality we're in, they only have 11 dimensions. <laughs> so what does that say? 
That says the scientists are talking about, they're not even aware, they're talking about uh, their awareness of the reality of the phantom matrix, not the, not the real reality that's connected to the whole universe and the phantom matrix. Yeah, there are only 11 dimensions. But that's the point I wanted to bring it up. So uh, we'll find out after the event how uh, <laughs> off the filter they are. Supposedly, uh, the 23.5 degree tilt of the axis of planet Earth is to hook us in with the phantom matrix. And, uh, and the scientists are definitely hooked in with that when they say there's only 11 dimensions. Uh, and that's, that's how you do it. You connect the dots. You find out about the phantom matrix. Ashiana Dean has had a lot of information on that, and you find out that the scientists believe there's only 11 dimensions. That's all they can see. That's because they're looking into the phantom matrix. They're not looking into the real total reality that's connected all the way up back to the single source of all there is, sometimes known as God, also personally known as the Heavenly Father, and of which I have, you know... What has been striking me since I've been following what's been going on behind the scenes with all these uh, ET races of the Galactic Federation, the Galactic Confederation, is it one and the same? Uh, who's who? Who's the imposter? But whatever. All these beings, uh, they're all here to help us. They all say that. Hopefully most of them are. But they'll always be imposters. Uh, up until after the event, and then that will be the end of the imposters. Yeah. So what I find interesting, apparently we, the, the people, were there because our planet was visited by Jesus, uh, whom is identified as, as many different things, uh, but uh, my knowledge has brought forth uh, its real title as a creator's son, and he manifested into a human body here on Earth, and uh, he taught mankind to refer to God as the Heavenly Father. But there doesn't seem to be one race of beings from all over the galaxy that are here to help us, or at least the main ones that are in communication with people here on Earth, or they just uh, had people set up uh, electronic media spots to communicate with us. None of them are aware of the personal identity of God as referred to as the Heavenly Father. And so we human beings have a special connection that apparently none of these other uh, so-called superior races have to God, the single source of all there is. And uh, you'll have to pick that information that I'm talking about. You'll have to pick that out of the fifth apocalypse revelation. Uh, the uh, Perhaps the only book that was never that appeared here on Earth that was never 
authored by men. Yes. And uh, how could that be? Well, you, you just Google it and look into it, and you'll find out. Hey, you know, this is a call-in radio show. That's right. And, and uh, another topic, uh, this might be a good reason to call it, another topic that was on this show, where or what, Captain Kirk, just one story after another there, telling us about, one of them was about uh, combustion, you know, of a human being. Uh, spontaneous combustion, it's called. Now, how does that happen? Well, at one time, you know, I figured it out one time, that somebody said something and, and I connected the dots and I thought, yeah, that's how it happens. Uh, but I just can't remember the details right now. So, hey, it's called Radio Show. If you happen to know exactly how spontaneous combustion happens, call in and let us know. I know it has something to do with the uh, too much energy in all of the cells. Uh, they can't handle it and... Uh, you know, it's either moving into another dimension or connecting with your higher self and your body isn't ready for it, so it spontaneously combusts because the cells are not able to handle the, the faster vibrations. That's my guesswork on it. But, uh, hey, everybody knows, call me and tell us. The number is 888-627-6008. And, uh, hey, you know, eight is a special number, you know, number of sides of an octagon. You put an eight sidewise, it's, uh, it's the infinity symbol. And uh, it's also uh, the number of points of light that shine off the uh, fabled planet nine by root. The Anunnaki's planet said that when... Uh, it's in the sky every uh, 3,600 years. It shows up that uh, it shines with uh, eight points of light. If you look at the sun, you'll notice it shines with six points of light. And uh, that's the special key about the number eight. And uh, there's also some information that is kind of like, it's a, kind of a number out there by itself in certain ways. It's been said that uh, all the numbers, that uh, any combinations of the number three or seven are direct connections to the Heavenly Father, to God, the Trinity of Paradise. Uh, so, number E is one of those numbers that uh, is not, is not you know, just doesn't connect with three or seven. Uh, combinations of three or seven. Unless, you know, we go further down the line. Maybe uh, 24 is probably uh, three times eight, 24. That's probably the first opportunity where eight will connect with three. Uh, is that important? Well, you know, it is important to some extent. Just like if you understand geometry, 
sacred geometry that uh, like one, six, and twelve, which would also be one, seven, if one is the center point, and you put six points around it, you're, you're making a hexagon. Can define a hexagon, and if you put twelve points around it, uh, you know that would be an extension. And you add the center point to it, so six plus one equals seven. That's why seven is an important number. And there's other reasons seven is an important number. And then if one plus twelve is thirteen, wow. And then you connect that to geometric shapes. You know, cube, there's uh, uh, eight, eight points to find a cube. There's, and then an octahedron. But it only takes six points uh, to find an octahedron. Uh, map it on, out on a piece of paper, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Or you could just get my book, Connect the Dots Theory, and it's explained in one of the chapters how all these things correlate together. And uh, they do all connect together. The geometry, the five platonic solids, you know, named after Plato, who uh, uh, orientated to people that everything, the underlying reality of everything was based upon the five platonic solids. Of course, there's other important shapes too. Uh, and by the way, Plato didn't invent that. He actually copied off uh, another philosopher that uh, predated him by a, a decade or two or something like that. Look it up, Google it. But we still call it the Platonic Solids in honor of Plato, who probably became famous for orating about more than other people. You know, Plato, Plato hey, he talked about Atlantis too. And of course, he did. He only he lived, uh, you know, only so many thousands of years ago. Uh, was Plato a time traveler? Who knows? Uh, but uh, that's it. You can find out a lot of uh, connective information in my book, Connected Dots Theory. Google it. You get to read the first forty pages for free, courtesy of Google. And then if you want to download it, you know, it's like five to seven dollars. You can get it on a notepad too. And it's the one book that will make you a smarter person when you're done reading it. And you can read it probably in one night, only a hundred pages of text, no filler, just uh, you know, putting the knowledge and the connections out there. For the purpose of making common people smart people. No fancy words, you know, it's written in simple, plain English. And that's that's my take on how everything should be put. We have too many fancy words out there <laughs> that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the snooty people think they're, it puts them above us because they know all these fancy words that nobody ever uses. What's the point of them? And when you make the words, uh, you know, the point of communication is to get, get people to understand what you're talking about. 
you start using fancy words that nobody else uses, they're not going to know what you're talking about. A little common sense goes a long way. And I'm all for using more simpler terms. We don't have to have ten-syllable words uh, that we could just use three small words to cover the same point. And that is my point. But, um, you know, what can I say? Uh, procedures have been set up. And, uh, you know, what, we're, we're human beings. What, what kind of ways, you know, we read things and there's words in there we don't understand. Most of us are too lazy to get a dictionary or even too lazy to go on the computer and ask the computer what this word means. And uh, so we just read on and just ignore that word. And we never knew what was being said uh, because we're just too lazy. We don't want to bother to do, have to look up a definition. And that's who we are as human beings. Yeah, we're very lazy in certain ways. But it's okay if you can get by being lazy. Well, enjoy your life. But uh, that's just another reason why we should not be using words that other people don't understand. All these overcomplicated words just confuse the conversation. And uh, that's why I try to avoid those kind of words. Let me tell you, I was just uh, recently looking over some information and things are changing so far. Fast. You know, most of the bad guys have been removed from planet Earth already. The, uh, the archons, the negative ETs uh, that, uh, you know, are kind of creepy, you know. There's uh, archons that uh, some of them have been said to look like slimy black creatures. And then there's the uh, Chimera, the giant spiders. But all of these creatures have been removed from our world, according to uh, Cobra at the uh, 2012 portal. That's why if you get a chance to be in Phoenix on February 3rd or 4th, go to his lecture there. This is the guy who's giving us the most recent intel and most informative intel of what is going behind on behind the scenes. You know, like the uh, uh, captive children being rescued from the dumb bases, D period, D period, N period, D period, uh, underground bases that the, you know, kidnapped children uh, have been uh, kept for all kinds of horrible reasons. And uh, there's still a lot of bad people to round up, but. They're not going to be rounded up until after, right after the event and when the ETs finally land, then they can just physically round them up. You know, you could say, why don't they just beat them up? I don't know. I'm not in charge of the operation. Uh, I mean, but a lot has been done. There are no more reptilian creatures. Uh, there might be some reptilians able to hide in human bodies. They might be within them, but the reptilian creatures have been removed. The Dracos have been removed. You know, uh, the closest thing to a Draco, they made a movie, uh, The Mothman. 
Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good uh, explanation of what a Draco uh, used to look like. But they're all gone now. They've been uh, rounded up and removed from our planet, thankfully. But we still have these creeps in government, uh, the New World Order, that are tied to satanic creatures. You know, the demons are still in there, yeah. the invisible demons uh, that can... Uh, mind control people's bodies. In fact, I know uh, somebody, this woman, her child is, uh, is possessed. I met, I met the, the individual. And uh, it's not that bad of a possession, but he's definitely possessed. He has allowed another mind to come into his mind. And uh, it uh, creates all kinds of problems. And uh, gets the uh, guy into trouble all the time. You know, not a terribly bad situation, bad, but so it's living proof the demons are still here. And I've seen numerous people in my life where <laughs> they are definitely demonically controlled. And, and some of them arguing to, uh, I've seen people argue uh, to uh, invisible creatures. And they were very uh, serious about these arguments. They would step forward and lunge forward at them and scream at them. And yeah, demons do exist, and I've seen plenty of examples of that. But and they're still here apparently, um, and they're probably the ones that are still uh, mind controlling the uh, you know the creeps in this world like Gates and Claws. Uh, the uh, Nazi wannabe guy there, whatever his game is, and Soros and all the other no good so and so's, Fauci. Uh, they're, uh, many of these people are practicing Satanists. They, they, they drink the adrenochrome, look that one up. You'll find out what a hard thing that is. And uh, <laughs> there's actually videos sometimes posted on Twitter about that. And Twitter is a good place to find a lot of information because there's a lot of good people on there for, uh, that are trying to be helpful to all of us that are having problems. There's cures for uh, uh, to detox from the, uh, the poisons and the vaccines that you got tricked into. And they're still trying to trick people. It's amazing, you know. I mean, believe me, if I had some position of authority, I'd believe me, I, I wouldn't be allowing it going on like it's going on. And that's why I'm running for president in 2024. Google it. 2020presidenttomedison.com. It's the same uh, site I used in the 2020 election. But without a support team, it's not going to happen. It should happen, though, because I'm an independent writing candidate. And that's the only kind of person that's going to bring this government together. And uh, I'm the only one who's got the plan of how to get the Democrats and Republicans uh, to make peace and, and unite in serving the people. You know, how am I going to do it? The power of suggestion. I happen to know many things I could say to get them to change their evil ways. But if you stupidly grow out on Election Day in November, and vote for a Dem the Democrat candidate or the Republican candidate, no matter who they are, and 
we have another Democrat or Republican president, nothing's going to happen. It'll be a log jam until the end. Because as long as the two parties uh, have one of, one of them has uh, their party member as the president, they're going to play the same stupid party politics games. And it'll be that way until the end, which means nothing good will be done to the general public. Unless uh, some people go out there and start supporting this guy, David Jose, I told you about earlier. He's got this great video on uh, Rumble TV. Check it out. Uh, become a, a participant. You know, we the people kind of have to do the revolution here. Uh, and, you know, it would be nice if the military did it. And, uh, but that just might not happen because the military is divided too. There's good guys in the military and there's the other bribe takers that have aligned themselves with the evil ETs. You know, and the evil keys could still be mind-controlling. Even though uh, most of them have been physically removed, they could still be mind-controlling from a distance. You know, and they're, they're hiding on the backside of the moon, some of them, and uh, wherever else they might be hiding out. You know, they go into uh, interdimensional space or something, but that doesn't mean they still couldn't mind-control uh, the puppets down here that are running the whole show, the New World Order puppets, you know? I mean, there's got to be some mind control going on. Of course, the demons are still here. They, they can mind control too, you know? The one, the famous one known as the devil, the devil is still on planet Earth, and nobody has said that the devil has been removed. Nobody has claimed that either, so let it be known. Of course, he's not the only demon. But yet the devil is still here, and nobody has any proof that he has been removed. And don't confuse the, you know, there's three different characters there. That's the trinity of evil. It's the devil, it's Satan, and it's Lucifer. And it's all connected with Lucifer's rebellion. Lucifer has, uh, you know, he's, he's in the, uh, the prison world right now, on trial for his crimes. And uh, Satan uh, still afraid out there, afraid just like the devil. But Satan isn't permitted to visit Earth, Earth anymore. But just with the devil alone here, that's a lot of serious mind control uh, that can happen. Who's the devil? From my understanding, the devil uh, hops from body to body. Maybe one day he's in gates, his body, and then he hops over to Saurus and then. Uh, back in the clauses by and whomever uh, else. Uh, I think he's, lately he's been hanging out Netanyahu's body. Uh, you know, but uh, that's some of the hidden reality that's going on still. And, you know, these two wars, like, you know, just going on for no reason at all, you know. And uh, we've got creeps like Zelensky just going around like a con man beggar, give him more weapons, you know, so I can keep this war going to the end of time. And it probably will go then, because everybody's on board to help 
the Ukrainians win the war against Russia. There's nothing more stupid that anybody could say. There is no country in the world that can win a war against Russia. I mean, these people that, that, that talk this nonsense, you know, and if you are stupid enough to believe it, I mean, the facts are that the Russians have the most nuclear weapons than anybody. They almost have twice as many as the U.S. does. How are you going to beat somebody like that? Impossible, you know? And uh, so it's just total nonsense. And so all the waste of taxpayers' money uh, that we're, we're paying, you know, when we help the Ukrainians out, we're giving them weapons. You know, they don't have to pay for them. Taxpayers have to pay for the weapons. And then, of course, taxpayers have to pay for the weapons manufacturers to buy more weapons for our stockpile, too. And these jerks in Congress, right now, it's the Democrats that want to. Uh, uh, giving the Ukraine a blank check here, you know, just like all the other stupid countries in Europe that are giving the Ukraine a blank check, basically. They've been doing it. You know, they're getting a little apprehensive now, but nobody's uh, really dressed up and talked the truth. Like, what's this stupid conversation about being the Russians? Impossible. You know, which means this war will never end. And then there's that crazy... Uh, devil control Netanyahu out there. He's just, you know, does whatever he wants uh, to the Palestinian people. And he's not, he has no intention of stopping. And the world just sits back and says, oh, we wish he would stop, you know. And uh, they're not willing to do, do anything to, to make him stop. In fact, they're, they're, they're supporting him in many ways. The U.S. is giving him uh, free weapons as usual. You know, and who's paying for that? U.S. taxpayers. And there, there's another situation, a crazy war. Um, the crazy uh, Netanyahu says, oh, we're not going to stop until we defeat Hamas. Another impossibility. Hamas is all around the world in different countries. How are you going to defeat Hamas? Yeah, you're going to kill some of Hamas, maybe, and it doesn't matter how many uh, innocent Palestinians get caught killed, rather, but another impossibility, you know, um, that's the game plan, yeah, we're not going to stop until we beat them, it's impossible, you won't, and then if you really know what's going on with it, you know, this is an agency that's actually supported by uh, the Zionist government of Israel, and I've said this many, many times, the problem with all the nations on, the, on our planet Earth is here. The governments don't represent the people. The people and their governments and the governments of people are two separate entities. Same thing here in the U.S. The federal government doesn't represent the people. In many cases, the state governments don't represent the people either. And then separate entities. And uh, that's why we, the people, have to take command of these uh, out of control governments, you know, they're all they're all serving evil, all of them, and uh, the political parties they're all evil too. They're all bribers. They all only serve the people with the money. That's why if you uh, if you're voting in November and you vote for a Democrat, 
or a Republican candidate, the two evil parties that wrongfully control the U.S. population uh, from Washington, you're a traitor. That's it. There, there is no if, ands, or buts. If you vote for the Democrat or a Republican, including Trump, you are a traitor because neither one of these parties will change anything. It'll be the same as usual. And just suppose uh, Trump was to get elected, he isn't going to be able to get anything done with he, uh, all the hate that's been put up against him. And it'll be just total logjam. And if Biden wins, man, we know that it wasn't a fair election again. And uh, if you're a Democrat, why would you vote for Biden? This guy isn't even a real human being, let alone uh, an incompetent loser. He should have been removed already by the military or anybody. Why hasn't Congress removed him? This guy, he's allowed to stay in. So it just goes to show you how crooked both of the parties are, that they won't even uh, muster up some support to remove this jerk from office. Sure, uh, Kamala will take the spot, but I don't see how she could be as bad as uh, Biden, you know? And if she, if she turns out to be, well, we move her, whatever. Go down the line, whatever. Just, you know, if Congress had any, forget uh, it. They're a hopeless bunch. That's why I'm running for president and seriously considered. I'm a writing candidate. I can win the election if every Democrat and every Republican votes for me. I can win it. And uh, we'll work out the uh, electoral college thing. There's no point in even talking about that now because I basically have no supporters. But if you're listening to me out there, you could be a supporter, but not. So be it, you know. Only reason I'm doing it is to because I have the knowledge of how to take control of an out-of-control situation like this, and I'm the only claim to be the only one, and I'm the only one making the claim. I know what to say to the Democrats and the Republicans in Washington, D.C., to get them to get along and stop with the logjam nonsense and all the other shenanigans. Because I'm the commander-in-chief. I walk in and I take command of the situation. That's what real commanders do. And those of you Trump lovers that say, I don't hate Trump, but he walked in when he had it four years, and he really didn't take command of the situation. You know, he used... Uh, executive orders to accomplish certain things. We'll give him credit for what he accomplished, but he didn't take command of the situation. That's why he lost the election, too, because he didn't take command of the situation. And he underestimated the enemy. Something I would never do. Because I'm you know, that kind of leader. I walk into any situation and I take command of it. And I have plenty of experience doing that amongst the general population my whole life. And if you can uh, take the command of the situations amongst the general public, that's way harder to do than a bunch of crooked politicians, you know? But, uh, hey, look it up, 2020presidenttomedicine.com. And the first thing I talk about is you can't elect another Democrat or Republican you're part of the problem. If, if, you, if you think that's the, the way to go, you're part of the problem because you're electing 
uh, a dead-end situation, and, and you're electing crooks. Every member of the Democrat or Republican party, basically, they're crooks. At least all the ones running for president are. Trump's a crook, too, in his own way. Sure, people like him because he's got a personality, but his personality is getting pretty sour, and he doesn't know how to solve problems, really. <laughs> he, I, listen, he used to brag about when, uh, uh, right before he won the, the 2016 election, I'm going to hire the best people. Well, that backfired. And first of all, that says he didn't know what, how to uh, make decisions himself. He had to hire advisors. And they all stabbed him in the back. So how smart was he? You know, he's not that smart. And uh, somebody like me, I got to hire any advisors and simply know what to do. I mean, you know. I know the situation is. I know all the players are behind the scenes. I know who all the crooks are. I know how uh, the, the Congress is uh, messing with the people. Hey, uh, I hear there's a caller out there. Whom might I be speaking to? Kimberly. Uh, Hello. Say that again. My name is Kim. And Kim. I have a question. Well, how you doing, Kim? Hi. What's on your mind? Oh, gosh, a lot of stuff. It's been K.O. Oh, it's getting late, too. Happy Saturday. Oh, don't worry about that. Just, just, just spit it out, whatever's on your mind. Well, my question is, is we got this two-party system, right? Because you've been talking about presidential. Is, wouldn't it be better if we had, like, more parties than just two? It seemed like one of our... Founders. That's a good question. About. <laughs> I, I, I've been dying to say that. Everybody else says that. Yeah, that's a good question, but the answer is simple. Uh, yeah. Political parties, are, they, they don't have a chance of, of winning an election outside of the Democrats or Republicans because all the paperwork you have to do when you become a political party, if you look into it, and I am. Uh, you're burdened down with all these regulations and things you have to uh, submit and uh, hurdles you have to go through. See, I'm running as an independent individual, which means basically I have to do close to nothing, you know? Ooh. Uh, and, uh, uh, well, that's better. And uh, that's pretty much it. So, and besides that, uh, politically, the two big parties don't believe uh, that an independent individual running as a write-in candidate could possibly even come close to winning the election. So I won't, they won't even be paying attention to me, plus the states don't keep track of that. Uh, all uh, write-in votes are kept at a county level. So that's just too much trouble for them to go in and look into that. But if I get enough people to support me, you know, like I said, I'm looking for every Democrat or every Republican uh, registered voter to vote for me. And if I could uh, persuade everybody, if the word gets put out there, I can get the popular vote. And uh, if I'm getting close to that, get enough supporters, we'll work out the details of how to get the electoral votes. It's not an impossibility. And I never give up. But I'm not at that point now, so there's no point in talking about that. But that's why you can't, that's why another party will never, it's a bad idea. Uh, because there's too much paperwork, 
and you waste all your time trying to uh, jump to the hoop so you can be on the ballot. And that's why it'll never work. And they'll they'll be able to watch everything you're doing because you have to jump through all those hoops, and they'll know exactly how popular you are. Well, as a writing candidate, they don't have a clue as to what I'd be doing. They wouldn't even bother because they actually believe it can't be done. Well, I want to prove everybody wrong, and I have to believe every American. We should want to prove them wrong too. So, you have another question? <laughs> I do, because you help. It seems to me like all these hoops that everybody would have to jump through to start to have a new party or just even to start a new party. It seems almost deliberate, almost yeah, um, manufactured. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. They made it so difficult because they want to control the situation. Wow. And that, that's I can it. understand it's that. It's so difficult that a third party uh, doesn't have a chance. Even when Perot, who came the closest, when he got too popular, well, yeah. when you get, if you get that popular, uh, the guys in the dark sunglasses come to you and say, uh, you know, you might not want to do this because bad things can happen. Uh. But, see, that's, that's their whole game plan of running as a writing candidate. They won't be able to keep tabs on what I'm doing because it's too much trouble. And they just believe it can't be done. But if you're out there with a popular third party, look what happened to Perot. They eventually got scared enough that he was going to take away too many votes, and they paid him a visit and said, you better drop out, and that's what he did. And I was, and I, I was really down for him, Perot. Wasn't there one other time in all the history of this corporation? <laughs> let me just say that of this corporate U.S. United States. Wasn't there one time that a third party won? And it was the. Um, who? What, do you know of that? I said we were talking about um, it with friends tonight. I'm going to yeah, throw it out there because I had no idea. What wasn't? Uh, I, I'm, oh, not sure, I'm not sure uh, exactly which year it was, but uh, if if you go back and look at the first two or three elections, um, mm -hmm. somebody won on the Federalist Party, I think. But uh, you know, that was that was that yeah. was one of the main parties there. But there, there was, was never Roosevelt? quite. A, yeah, you have to look it up, but it would have, have would have been happening at the beginning of the country, you know, right after George Washington. I think he was a Federalist Party, but in the second, third, or fourth election, um, you know, it, it would have had to happen there. Uh, yeah, pretty, because it wasn't era, long yeah. before it became a two-party system. It was. Uh, the Whigs against the Democrat-Republicans, that was the same party. And we know it's basically the same party now, too, the Democrat-Republicans. And then at, at Civil War, they split up. And it's been Democrat-Republicans ever since then. And uh, Oh, wait, wait. Okay. That's, that's what I know. Yeah, we, yeah, we were talking to, um, tonight with some friends out in, um, out in um, Memphis. And there's a... He he was saying, and I don't I don't know this. I haven't ch double checked it. He was saying that Theodore Roosevelt 
was with the uh, Bull Moose or so I don't I don't even know. I've never even heard of the party. Have you ever heard? Yeah, I've never heard of that party. It was probably he's probably talking out the side of his neck. Never mind. I don't know what I'm. Yeah, talking. well, yeah, uh, Bull, progressive or Bull Moose party or something. I, I would have to uh, look into uh, myself uh, to yeah. see. Um, but I mean, know, but you know what? That was it, true. Or probably, not. I'm not sure if anybody actually did that. I just know when the, I don't think the so. country was young, they had uh, yeah. different names of parties. And, the Federals and the Whigs. Yeah, the Whigs the, was the other. The Whigs, right? Yeah, the Whigs. And that was a long, was, long time ago. Yeah, there yeah. was some other other party, and it was maybe one or That's two elections where it was. Uh, a number of minor parties, but the closest anybody ever got in a third party was actually Perot. Yes. Yeah, and the, I was down and, to that. Uh, right, that was the closest anybody ever got. Uh, but at the same time, you see what happens. They have, Both the big parties got scared, and they said, we got to shut this guy down, because they knew that he had uh, jumped through all the hoops and he had representatives everywhere and he was liked by the people. And not not so much yeah. they were scared he was actually going to win. They were scared that uh, that uh, he would take too many votes away from the Democrats because they wanted to win. And Republicans were equally scared that he'd take too many votes away from them and they wanted to win. Or even the that he might world. reveal something. He might even reveal yeah, the two parties. I don't naturally, know. they didn't want him to win, but uh, they were worried about all the votes they would lose, and mm-hmm. uh, they were both scared. Like he might take too many Democrats away from us, or he might take too many Republicans away from us, and they were both scared. And uh, that you know, once it became a two-party system, long, long ago, it's always been like that. Yeah. It has, hasn't that's it? The way it is, but and that's why I say the only way to beat them is with a writing candidate, and the only way that could be possible is if I could talk all the Republican voters and all the Democrat voters to vote for me, because those are the two major parties, and there's where most of the votes go. And, have uh, you but heard? If I don't have access to public media. People don't even know I'm running. You know, I got this radio show, but. Uh, I don't have an audience like Coast to Coast or something like that. So that's wow. it. I need, uh, you know, I need a, a gigantic support team that can help me and pass the word. Hey, tell your friends tomorrow. <laughs> I will. I will. I am, uh, actually. Well, thank you. I have been. Uh, you got any other questions? I do, but it, I'm... I'm I can't really word them. I got. I mean, a lot of things are popping up in my head from this discussion, so I'm not even sure. I just, I'm not even sure where to go with it. So I'm good. Thank you for the time. Sir. Do you, uh, do, you uh, do you happen to know uh, the secret to spontaneous combustion? Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't exactly, but um, I think I think there's. It could have something to do with direct energy weapons or maybe just frequency i'm, I'm not even sure i think oh, you yeah, i'm sure i'm sure they did uh, cook somebody with a direct energy weapon but uh, yeah at least uh, one <laughs> combustion actually refers to uh, it, it happening personal not being in sight you know just like all of a yes. sudden like 
Yeah. 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 Okay. So what's my theory? I think it's. Yeah. I think I'm not even sure. I think that there's a possibility that it has something to do with a a frequency that that's not cooperating of some sort. You know, I'm not even sure. How well, about I'm, you? Yeah, you're you're guessing in the right direction. Hey, I, I'm not sure either. But my best yeah. guess is like an overload of the cells. Uh, you know, something is happening, and there's an overload on the cells, and they just combust because the oh frequencies are too high, too much vibration or something, and everything just goes poker. You know what that makes me think of? Remember Ghostbusters? You couldn't cross the streams? <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, I, I don't know. Maybe something like that. You know, like inner streams cross that weren't supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the possibility. But you, I think you had it. I think I think that's what you said, actually. But it made me think of that. All right. Yeah, well, well cool. hey, yeah, you know, uh, if, I, if I feel I'm going to spontaneously combust, I might call Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know, I think I've spontaneously combusted a few times, at least once. It felt like it. I've, where I get really, really warm, really warm fast. And it's like, oh, wait, I know what that is. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. If you if you feel a warmth in your body, that, that that's from radiation. Uh, that yes. means you're, yeah. You're being exposed exactly. to too much radiation. Too much Wi-Fi. Yeah. People get exposed to. They, they go on a plane flight. They walk through the metal detector. It's probably giving them too much energy. Uh, radiation. Maybe. People go in buildings and there's some jerk there with a wand and. If they yeah. get down and wand to you, you might feel heat, which means you got exposed to too much radiation. Well, maybe, maybe some of these um, these um, these underground dumps where they do a lot, where they used to do a lot of experiments. I mean, this goes way back, right? In the fifties. I mean, they've been down there a long time doing experiments. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. They started. Maybe some of them time, were yeah. testing their Wi-Fi stuff on us, trying to, when they were trying to hook up to our biosphere, you know, biosphere. You know, our body's bios. But is that bios? Yeah, well, or aura? I, I, that's or a good aura. point. You Maybe made they did that. that uh, uh, the info is coming out now that uh, that uh, Wi-Fi is being uh, uh, used uh, against people by uh, sending the signals into our auras or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and storing. Yes, some girl. Do, um, do you know her name? The uh, is, has been disclosing this. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't done the background on her, but I have heard stuff like that too. Yeah, where they, where they're storing data, and that's what the quantum um, computing is all about—that they're storing data in our, in our aura, and they're use, and also using our aura for the energy, for the ability to use as Wi-Fi. They're using us as like a bounce-off Wi-Fi, as, as Wi-Fi. They're using us as Wi-Fi and storage. Yeah, that's what she's saying. And, I, I uh, and put, she says they've been, yeah, me neither. I wouldn't put anything past the government because you know, the kind of whoever it is. They are. I mean, there's so many evil people in government and uh, evil yeah. people in the military that have access to this uh, kind of equipment that can really screw yeah. around with people. And uh, it's sad, yeah. but I'm glad it's going to come to an end. I can't wait for this <laughs> oh, thing God, to be you know, I don't know but, if you heard but that. But then there's but. this, 
Isn't there a promise of quantum computing and quantum financial system and all this stuff coming? I mean, maybe that's the bad guy stuff. Because, I mean, you know, uh, I, mean, yeah, I hate yeah, to say yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to uh, be using eventually uh, quantum computing for uh, financial systems. Uh, something and for voting. Uh, it's a kind of system that can't be hacked. So that's the whole point of that. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure yeah. exactly how it works. Yeah. I'm not sure but, either. Uh, but yeah, from, that's, yeah, they're that's saying the it. info out there on the grapevine, you know. Yeah, that's what I've heard yeah. too. Yeah, yeah but scammers. Case, but that probably won't happen until after the event. It'll probably be something after. that the, uh, the good uh, aliens will set up for us. Uh, because they deal well, with uh, high tech science like that, and they would know it if they're if they're here from wherever they're from, then they would know. Yeah, they're from all around. You know? Yeah, I mean, because we're not and out that's there what I hear. chasing them yeah. around. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, as far as I, I get know. a lot of my info off that uh, the portal, you know, mm-hmm. two thousand twelve portal dot com, and. Uh, and that's a and Cobra's you know, coming that, to there's Phoenix. There's a lot of intel coming off in that, you know. Yeah. In relation to yeah, the, the Galactic Federation, the Resistance Group is um, underground, uh, waiting to come to the surface, but they won't do that until after the event. And uh, there's other um, aspects of uh, they've got a military uh, force that's going to land right after the event and. Uh, Wow. Uh, if you don't have uh, two weeks of uh, food supply, and probably you're going to need it shortly after the event okay. because that's when they're going to land around everybody up, and there will be kind of a martial law quarantine situation where everybody needs to stay home, get stay out of the way because there's going to be physical battles to uh, uh, basically take the rest of the bad guys out that are holed up in holes in the ground or wherever the hell they are. You know? Right. So, uh, uh, yeah. that, you know, but hey, that's not that difficult to keep two, uh, two weeks of food supply on hand, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's and not a lot of food. A couple dozen cans of food or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. You know, a couple of jugs of water. Yep. Uh, I think, Maybe I a think few we more can than do that. that as human beings. Yeah, some but filter the, uh, or filtration. Yeah. We can do it. Absolutely. Hey, listen, uh, I want to thank you for uh, calling. Thank you. uh, You're welcome. uh, It is time to end the show. Uh, I'll hang up. And so, uh, hey, tell your friends tomorrow about this guy, Tom Anderson, who's Mm -hmm. running for president as a Reagan candidate and uh, has a plan that can actually work because... Nobody believes it can be done. So let's let's unite and prove them wrong. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, people. We're coming to the end of the show. You know. Uh, And uh, I'm going to do the countdown, and then you're going to hear. Lead guitar solo at the end of my song. Are you the partnering kind? That's an important question in life. Are you the partnering kind? I am. You are too. And followed by my anthem. I gotta be somebody.
might be your handsome chicken. We all want to be somebody. Okay, Mr. Engineer, here's the countdown clock. Four, three, two, one, zero. Yeah, I... 